When Shiro and Saber heard it's a dog episode, they wanted to be featured. Well, mostly Shiro, because he is his own kind of hellhound. But sadly, that is not what is on the menu for tonight's soup topic. Welcome to Cryptic Soup. Are those dog treats in your pocket, or are you just excited for tonight's episode? Old Shuck? Yes, I see him, I should say, about 30 years ago. What a wonderful night it was, I always remember. The moon was at its fullest. In fact, I'd never seen such a beautiful night. And as I was pushing the old bike, I heard these rattling of these chains. And I thought to myself, oh, well, that's nothing, that's just a matter of a, a horse straying off the marshes. That kept coming nearer and nearer. Hey, guys, welcome back to Cryptic Soup. I'm Athena. You didn't like it? Cryptic soup. Cryptic soup. Hello. <laughs> you want to order some soup at Cryptic soup? <laughs> well, that asshole's Kylie. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm Kylie. <laughs> um. There are so many intro things we could talk about. Yeah, I don't even know where to begin. We could talk about like how World War Three is about to happen. Yeah. What's really about- funny is that I always have wanted to go to the Ukraine. Like always. Like seriously, I've always wanted to go to the Ukraine. When I say World War Three is about to happen and you say, you know, what's really funny. OK, I don't expect the next Sorry. sentence to be like, <laughs> <laughs> like I wasn't really um ready for that one. I just like my goal when I was 20 was to move to the Ukraine and go to I'm probably pronouncing this wrong but I think it's Kiev Kiev Where is okay. the Ukraine? Is that in Russia or is it near Russia? Near? I don't know. Well, all I wanted to do was <laughs> dance at My Way Dance Center. Oh. That's all I wanted to do and I wanted to like do like a like a student like exchange type of thing but I couldn't really like actually set it up with that because it was just like a dance studio Hmm. so I would have had to like figure out a different way it was just a lot it was a weird things we learned due to world war three I'm learning about yeah yeah also the nukes that are happening or not happening we don't know happening a little scary and then Chernobyl the whole thing which I'm this is so like this is showing how old I am when I think of Chernobyl, I think of Jesse McCartney. Why do you say Chernobyl? It's Chernobyl. Church. Sure. Hey, it's, it's whichever you <laughs> it's feel. It's not Cher. It's spelled it's Cher. It's singer. <laughs> <laughs> it's Chernobyl. Anyways, I think of Jesse McCartney, you know, the guy that sang Beautiful Soul. I fucking love that song. Because he Beautiful was in the movie. Soul. Oh, shit. You're right. Yeah, he got ate by the dog oh dogs full circle (laughs) look at us go everything's connected um but also that girl paisley that was found under the stairs i have no idea i'm not talking about harry potter right now i know it sounds very harry potter-esque no you did tell me this didn't you okay so in 2019 she was four years old and she got taken away from her parents I don't know why it hasn't been released yet that I can find. I was going to say, was she like kidnapped or something? No. Uh, well, yes, she was taken away from her parents due to like a custody thing. She ended up getting foster parents and then she went missing and she was missing for two years. And about a week ago, last Monday or the Monday before that, I think it would have been last Monday. They found her. Hmm. She, her real parents had kidnapped her and she's been with her parents for these two years. And you're thinking probably like, okay, well, how did the police not check there? No, dude, the police have been going to that house and checking that house all the time. And they were having, they had a room for her in the basement, but they, anytime the police came, they kept her under the stairs. So it's like some Holocaust type of shit right there. And one day, one of the officers happened to notice and he noticed her down there and they started, they got a warrant. They ripped apart the stairs. But they said that this girl was so dead silent and that she didn't make any noise. And I think the mom was with her under the stairs. I was reading the whole report so that I wouldn't forget it by the time we start this <laughs> intro. Obviously, I forgot some things, but it it was gnarly. And people at first were like, oh, this is super misleading. She was missing for two years, but she was really just with her family because they weren't giving out all the details. And like, yes, she was with her 
birth family, but mm-hmm. she was under foster care. She should not have been with her birth family. Right. And that's where like it got complicated. Oh, that is a wild thing. And I really want to know more about it. Cause I also want to know like, how did she never leave the house in those two years? Was she kept inside? Cause you would think she may have ran away or something. Right. She was so scared of the cops when the cops found her. I want to know what they told her to make her scared. Mm. I want to know how they never let anyone else in the home for two years. Or did she hide on the staircase all the time during that time? Because she had a room in the basement. Oh, I have so many questions. Like, how did they know when the police were coming to, like, move to the stairs and have enough time to, like, go there? And how easy was it things? to get in and out of these stairs? Because right. when they described how the officers got to her, they said they ripped the stairs apart with, like, a crowbar, it sounded like. Was there not just like a door? I mean, it's not Harry Potter. So. <laughs> but how did they get in and out of the stairs then? And especially I mean, quietly. They, yeah, there's probably like a section of the basement that like goes into that part. Then why didn't the cops find that instead of know. ripping the fucking stairs apart? If they have a search know. warrant, just start searching. I'm just I'm just confused. I need more. I don't I know need, how police work. I need, I need to know more. I need more information, please. Also, our giveaway winner loved the giveaway episode. Yay! On a happier note, really loved it. So we're doing good. By the way, Corey said that that is our longest episode. <laughs> did you hear? Did you see? Okay, Corey was editing this episode, you guys. And Corey messages and he goes, I feel like I've been editing this one forever. <laughs> it's so long. Why do you guys just keep talking about the house? We're like, that's the whole point of the episode. It's a house, Corey. <laughs> I just got to the uh, Riverdale episode where she talks about the Winchester house. And I was like, what? What? I know. I forgot to put that in later. I realized that. And I was like, Cheryl. Talks oh, about it. strats. That was our perfect time to talk about Riverdale. Because we always want to talk about Riverdale. <laughs> talk about some dogs. Let's talk about dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there should be. Who let the dogs out? <laughs> no, there should be no. a song in the world about dogs. No. What's another dog song? Um, oh, oh. Oh, no, this song is not about dogs. <laughs> I was going to say, what's that song by Knocked Loose? No, he just barks. He just barks. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a I song freaking about love dogs. that song. Counting Worms. Like, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. All right, bust a Snoop Dogg lyric for me. Snoop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, Snoop Dogg, with that transition, let's talk about dogs. <laughs> so this episode started as it was supposed to be Black Shuck, according to TikTok. <laughs> uh-huh. And then Thena got bored talking about Black Shuck. So then it turned to Hellhounds. <laughs> then Thena got bored with Hellhounds and it turned to Demon Dogs. And now it's a dog, dog episode. Because <laughs> we love dogs. So let's first discuss Black Shuck. Anyone who saw Black Shuck would describe him as a large creature that looked like a dog with black mangy fur. These dogs would supposedly be the size of a horse, though. Yeah, so just like a little bit bigger we, than a dog. Slightly. Not, <laughs> not like a lot, just, you know, a fucking horse. <laughs> right. <laughs> he would be foaming at the mouth as if deranged or ravenously focused on hunting for the next meal. They always had bright eyes and were considered the omen of death. But what is Black Shuck? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Some people think Black Shuck was just a Great Dane or like another large dog that got loose. But Great Danes are so nice. They're literally teddy bears. You've never seen one foaming at the mouse, ravenously focused on hunting their next meal? No. Yeah, no, me neither. No. My first week. They do like kind of like drool, <laughs> but no foaming at the mouth. <laughs> So my very first week uh, in schooling and stuff, I worked at a uh, a vet, not a vet, mm, a humane society. Right. Mm-hmm. And they were like, OK, we're going to like show you how to give meds to this one dog. This dog had a really bad surgery. He had a really bad like hernia or something, but he also got neutered the same week. And I was like, OK, they're like his name's Hercules. So we're going to make you go take care of Hercules. Just do what the paper says. Go into his kennel. It'll all be all right. Literally, all I had to do was give him a fucking Tylenol and ice this fucking Great Dane's nutsack for 10 minutes. (laughs) That was my first 
first day. And he fell asleep on my hand with his nutsack on my hand. The things you don't know what people do at the, at the Humane Society for your and dog. I, I was like, someone get this fucking dog nuts off me right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, my great dance. Yes, great dance. <laughs> So another thing they could have thought it was not just a Great Dane would be an Irish wolfhound. One of my favorite breeds of dogs. That would make Love more them. sense because they have like kind of like the, the scraggly wiry, fur. Mangy yeah, fur. exactly. Yeah, Margie thinks and they're, they're ugly. Lot, they're bigger. They're, they're bigger than Great Danes, they're right? They're, they are thicker. They're I different like, bigger. Yeah. <laughs> We're both trying to act out what they look like. Great Danes, I feel like, are tall they're like the model they're the they're like lean they're the kendall jenners but then the irish wolfhound is more of the like courtney card uh no which one's bigger not courtney not kim who's the other one i don't know mm, courtney kim margie's rolling over in her grave right now being like her fucking name is blah, 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 blah. well the the bigger I mean, kardashian not, girl not kylie or oh you're talking about kardashian yeah well yes St. Bernard. Mm-hmm. Okay. A Mastiff. Oh, guys, I'm continuing to describe what other dogs they thought it was. I went straight from Kardashians to that. <laughs> I'm like, Kardashians, St. Bernard. <laughs> They're in the same category, right? <laughs> Giant and problematic. Yes. No. <laughs> they thought it could be a St. Bernard, a Mastiff, a Newfoundland. Uh, and yes, I say that weird. I know that. I've always have. Newfoundlands. <clears throat> yep. Uh, Great Pyrenees or just, you know, like other large dogs that grow to large sizes that people could have mistaken. That's what the skeptics say. But are these dogs truly big enough, scary enough and intimidating enough, just everything enough to inspire the lore about hellhounds or black shuck or anything the size of horses and potentially be what killed people in churches many years ago? Mm, I don't think so. No, probably not. (laughs) Black Shuck is one of the Minley Minley. <laughs> black Shuck is one of the many ghostly black dogs that have been recorded across the British Isles. Black Shuck is sometimes recorded to be the omen of death, but other times he's actually a protector that goes out of his way to protect and take home women so that nothing bad happens to them. Very conflicting. Just like Winchester like She's scared of the ghost. She's also asking them for advice, though. (laughs) (laughs) Well, which is it? Yeah, so either you should be terrified of this dog beyond all belief and avoid it because it's going to, you know, mean death. Or maybe you should ask it for directions on how to get home and let it walk you home. (laughs) Just one of those two options. And it's hind two legs, right? (laughs) Yeah, probably. And it'll have a little top hat even. And he'll be like, let me grab my cane before I walk you home. That'd be a really, really cool tattoo. (laughs) Uh, no, wait. That's like the Rogaru tattoo that I want. It is, yeah. Oh my gosh, maybe this is a Rogaru. Maybe. Ho, ho, ho. Okay. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Sound like Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> According to folklore, the cryptid that haunts the area is in the East Angela of England. Mm. Is it Angela? Angelia? A- Anglia. Anglia? Can I pronounce anything ever? East Anglia? Anglia? In England. Uh-huh. <laughs> it primarily is along coastlines, graveyards, side roads, crossroads, bodies <laughs> of water, dark forests. So everywhere. So everywhere. <laughs> I was reading this, like, cryptid book, right? And it was talking about where to find this cryptid. And every single one of those was a bullet point. And at the end of it, it just said... But that's all. And I was like, that's all. Damn near just described all of England, my dude. (laughs) What's missing? Fourth and fifth. The intersection of fourth and fifth. He doesn't hang out there. No, (laughs) it's it's not a good part. Black Shuck, like most lore creatures, has a lot of different names in a lot of different regions. He's known as Black Shuck, Old Shuck, Old Shock, Hellhound, Devil Dog, Demon Dog, or simply Shuck. I think I would fear Shuck the most, almost. Be like, he's coming for you. The Shuck. Yeah. yeah just it's like creepier. Yeah, like an old man in a lighthouse warning me that, telling me to get away from the coastline graveyard. 
story forest area place crossroad anywhere yeah <laughs> saying that I'd, I'd, I'd shiver in my boots shiver yeah. me timbers <laughs> went to pirates for a little bit. <laughs> depending on which of these names you recognize it would also have you kind of have like your own thought of what black shuck looks like in your head due to popular media having different depictions of black shuck like supernatural teen wolf harry potter annabelle movies we'll get into all that later but before we talk about all the ways you might have heard of him, let's talk about where he came from. According to the Oxford English Dictionary, the name Shuck derived from the old English word skuka? Yeah, probably. Meaning devil or fiend. I don't think it's skuka. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's Shuck, I'm trying to think of like Shuck, skuk, skuk, skuka, like shuka, yeah, shuka, maybe. Shuka. S-C, <clears throat> I'm going to go slower. S as in, hold on, what's an S word? Sierra. S as in Sierra. <laughs> C as in cucumber. U as in umpire. C Hello? as in cucumber. C as in cucumber. A as in Athena. Skuka. You chose really weird words to say that. Cucumber? No. Umpire when empire is close to umpire umpire like baseball um, umbrella I, I got sports on the brain earlier tonight when i was talking about the lakers always got sports on the brain no mm -mm. it also came from the root word ska meaning to terrify so oh, so it's probably skaka so this devil fiend terrifying creature that's literally what they were naming it so they knew they knew what they were doing this name was given to those by the people that like saw black shuck and he was first known to have been written about in a text, not like a text, like a like a text, like a text. You know what I'm saying, guys? <laughs> Describing Black Shuck back in 1127. That's not even a date. <laughs> <laughs> it's so long. No, nah, it's not real. <laughs> no, it's not real. Back in 1127 in the town of Peterborough of England. How Black Shuck looks is always up for debate because different stories have different variations over time, as most folklore do. He's described usually, though, as a large, black, mangy dog. His eyes are always told to be evil and large, sometimes flame red, sometimes glowing green. But then there's also legends that say he actually only had one eye in the center of his face and he looked more like a cyclops. That's a little different. <laughs> Either way, his eyes were described as being like saucers because they were so overly large, whether it's one eye or two eye. But they're large. That's weird. Also, green and red are very different, so I need, to, I need to know this. Another variation is Black Shuck's size. Sometimes he's simply just a very large dog. So you're thinking like a dog that's probably just a little bit bigger and sturdier. Mm -hmm. A little thicker, bigger guy. Like a dire wolf. Yeah. Yeah. And then other times they're like, he's a horse. <laughs> a little different. And if I say oh, a fucking horse shaped dog, I would piss my pants <laughs> so fast. <laughs> I wouldn't even be able to run because I would be urinating <laughs> down my leg. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> that instills a fear in me that I didn't know that I had. <laughs> Obviously, if he's the size of a horse, he is larger than any normal breed of animal. He has massive paws and a terrifying demeanor, they say. Black Shuck usually appears in a carpet of mist and looks as though, because of the carpet of mist, that he's almost walking on air or floating due to all this, like, foggy mist. Also intimidating, but it kind of gives me more Scooby-Doo vibes right there. Yeah. Like, that's, like, literally what you imagine when you imagine a scary big creature from like a cartoon as a child they're coming machine. out of the mist yeah cue, cue the fog machine yeah going back to talking about when he was in text form who saw him things like that a man named w.a dutt wrote in his 1901 book highways and byways in east and Anglia. i think it's anglia anglia he wrote a description of the character he takes the form of a huge black dog and prowls along dark lanes and lonesome field footpaths, where although his howling makes the hearer's blood run cold, 
His footfalls make no sound. You may know him at once, should you see him, by his fiery eye. He has but one, and that, like the Cyclops, is in the middle of his head. But such an encounter might bring you to the worst of luck. Is it even... It is even said that to meet him is to be warned that your death will occur before the end of the year. So you will do well to shut your eyes if you hear him howling. Oh! <laughs> Cue saber. <laughs> that kind of gives me a spooky hollow vibes. Yeah. Like, ooh, just don't turn a blind eye. Like, if you hear yeah. him coming, don't look him. Yeah. Or almost like basilisk. Like, just don't look him in the don't, eyes. Yeah, don't. Well, you're not supposed to look dogs in the eyes. Or basilisks. Okay, but we're talking about dogs here. <laughs> I've been talking about Harry Potter the whole time. <laughs> oh, okay. So the truth Did comes you out. Know? <laughs> there were a lot of different encounters, but Dr. Simon Sherwood, who studies psychology, suggests the earliest surviving description of the devilish black hound was in Peterborough Abbey. It was recorded in the Peterborough Chronicles around 1127. That's still not a real, a real year. I'm just making it up. <laughs> it's not even real, y'all. This whole thing's made up. <laughs> I'm kidding. I did research. <laughs> this account also appears to describe the Europe-wide phenomenon of the wild hunt. That like goes hand in hand with this, but I don't want to spend a lot of time look talking about it it was really boring if you want to look into the wild hunt you can but they say that the wild hunt is what inspired the next stories of devilish hounds it's a hunt you know what hunting is a big okay, moving on <laughs> a big hunt <laughs> the huntsmen were black huge and hideous they rode on black horses and on black he goats and their hounds were jet black with eyes like saucers and horrible Witnesses who kept watch in the night declared that there might as well have been as many as 20 or 30 of them winding their horns as near they could tell. One of the most notable reports of Black Shuck was later after that, because that was all that was written about him in 1127, was that there were these like big black dogs with the hunt. That was it. That was the Black Shuck story. Hmm. So then this later appearance is the notable one <clears throat> where he's at the churches of Bungay and Blythburr in Suffolk. On August 4th in 1577, we're almost getting to real years. Just still not almost. Real. <laughs> almost. We're real close. In Blythburr, Black Shuck is said to have burst through church doors. He was running at furious speeds down the aisles up past large congregations, killing a man and boy, causing the church steeple to collapse through the roof because of his aggressive running, I guess. Mm -hmm. As the dog left, he left scorch marks on the north door, which can still be seen on the church to this day. We have to go now. All right, guys. Can someone book a plane ticket real quick? <laughs> We have to go. We need to go to Suffolk. There's a lot of crazy murders over in Suffolk. And, and this like is crazy killings not, back in the day. Not here. Well, no, that's in England. Okay, well, I lived next to Suffolk in Virginia. So <laughs> <laughs> there are other Suffolks. Huh. Oh, well, no, this one's still in England. Yeah. As the, um, the ghostly apparition traveled 12 miles away from the Blythburr Church, and the stories say when it left, it killed two more people in another area. Local accounts attributed this event to the devil, saying that he's a devil dog of some sort. And that's why the scorch marks on the dar, on the dar, <laughs> on the dar, <laughs> are referred to by locals as the devil's fingerprints. These, Ooh. That, that's a cool, like, little yeah. phrase, though, I feel like. Yeah. Turn of a phrase. These accounts later helped shape the stories of hellhounds. So Black Shuck originally started kind of as like a hellhound style story, mm -hmm. but he was his own hellhound because everyone knew who Black Shuck was. He was this big black dog. He's cooler. He's the leader of the hellhounds. Yes. <laughs> he has the leather jacket. Yes. <laughs> Over in Cambridgeshire, it is home to two different legends of spectral like black dogs 
that have been linked to Black Shuck. The first one, a local folklorist. (laughs) Folklorist? I wanted to say florist. Florist, yeah, I guess. Really bad. (laughs) So the K was just trying to get in there, but it it didn't have room. (laughs) A local folklorist named W.H. Barrett related the story of a huge black dog haunting the area after being killed rescuing a local girl from a lust lustful friar like a like a friar like the the man that works not a friar like i'm <laughs> like a fry cook no yeah <laughs> i just want everyone to know the difference because i'm reading the word but i wasn't I, yeah i guess yeah because if you're like listening in the background sometimes how people do like oh yeah. i'm working and i'm well, still playing like, wait a friar did, did this did this bitch just tell me <laughs> that there were like a corn dog stand back in 1577? No. <clears throat> I'm feeling a little I'm not going to say the word that you don't want to hear. Um wacky tonight. <laughs> Feel a little wacky. We've had an interesting day. So We've we apologize. A- I just punched the mic. I'm so sorry everyone. <laughs> you probably heard it and it was in the middle of us talking so it might not get cut. I punch the mic a lot, but usually it's able to be cut. (laughs) Another story, because we're just running through different appearances and stories. We'll get to more fun things, but we're kind of just running through how the legend's shaped by different stories that were told over time. So the second story is from a fellow folklorist, not florist, named Enid Porter, who tells stories of a black dog haunting the A-10 road after its owner drowned in the nearby River Grey Ouse of the 1800s. Now, that's all really long ago. Really long ago. <laughs> I have a more updated thing for you a little bit. 2014. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we jump from the 1800s <laughs> to 2014. We're good. We're great. <laughs> 1127, 1800, 2014. Small, small gap in time. But those are the only times reported. May of 2014, a large dog was excavated at least in Abbey by a company called Dig Ventures, which was noted in a parish newsletter. Then in the East Anglian Times. <laughs> so if I can't say the word, I'm now making the word longer. Anglian? Anglian? Ang- yeah. Anglian. That sounds good. Ooh, Anglian. Anglian. Kind of sounds like alien. Anglian. Unless it's Anglian. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Who knows? Mm. Just they, like the Deseret. <laughs> I was just thinking that, but I didn't <laughs> want to embarrass ourselves again. So I was like, I'll just leave that one. That'll die with me. <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> nope. That one's going to be brought up until the day I do die. <laughs> they ran a tongue in cheek article asking, are these the remains of the almighty black shuck? Like this dog remains. Right. Dig Ventures, the company itself, denied the claims that this dog could be Black Shuck, stating that it was only a little over like two and a half, not even two and a half feet tall, which is the size of a Mastiff. Mm-hmm. And if it's supposed to be a horse, this is a little bit smaller. If I st- stand a Mastiff next to a horse, I think I can tell the difference. Yes. Really difficult, but I might be able to. I mean, unless it was like a donkey. <laughs> No, it's like a Clydesdale and a, and a two-week-old massive. Can you tell the difference? I don't know. Don't think so. I think mm. they're the same height. Wow, I just horse-girled myself. Clydesdale. Clydesdale. Carbon dating the bones, they said that it indicated a date of... <laughs> Are you ready when they thought this animal was, was found? 1650 to 1690. Or 1730 to 1810. Or... Post-1920. So you have no idea. <laughs> you have you have no idea. So it could have been 1650 or past 1920 is what you're telling me. It's probably somebody's dog. And the animal was likely to have been buried here. Yeah, it was probably somebody's dog. But here's what I don't understand. All right, let's dissect that whole sentence one time. <laughs> 1650 to 1690. Okay, that's a 40-year age gap. Yeah, okay, maybe whatever. Yeah. Because it's at that point, it's already so old, we can't figure it out. Right. And then maybe 1730 to 1810. So you're telling me <laughs> from 1691 to 1729, no 
fucking way <laughs> this dog was in that ground or alive. But then maybe by 1810, he was still there. But 1811, no fucking way again was this dog in that ground. Maybe after 1920, though. So you have no idea. <laughs> like, I need to talk to whoever works at Dig Ventures in the carbon dating area specifically. I have questions. <laughs> Another odd thing that people still today claim is that the sightings of Blad... Sh- Blad... <laughs> Vlad, like Vlad, Vladimir. I can't get my shit together. Vampires, pirates, Harry Potter. I just got a lot of my brain, guys. They claim the sightings of Black Shuck, but they don't claim that it's folklore. In England, it is a well-known story, like the story of Black Shuck in the in the church and killing the two people. And then later killing the two people. So killing four people total. They pass this story down from generation to generation and treat it like a 100% factual event. And it is not an urban legend or lore. It so is it's like history. Real. Yeah. Like probably you learn about this in history class type thing. That'd be cool. Our history, cra- history class is boring. <laughs> well, nowadays it probably isn't. A lot I would, of stuff has happened. I would actually like pay money to just sit on in a history class i just in high school not college i'm not about that life i just do not understand how they are gonna start summarizing history classes anymore what are they gonna leave out to add all the new crazy shit that's happening <laughs> right they can't they can't <laughs> Gotta cram everything in so they in england say that this is 100 percent true so that's what we treat it as it is not a folklore black shuck is a true creature with true background stories and all that was 100% factual. So Cujo and all the other, you know, fearsome canines, they have nothing on this non-mythical creature, this 100% factual black shuck. Mm. Okay. I mean, the scorch marks are on the door, Kylie. You can't fight that. But we weren't there. There's no like. It could have literally been someone was holding a candle near the right. door one day because and they were like, like you know, what, wait, wasn't it 11, 57, 55? Like yeah, no, like y'all are using candle wicks to go around in the dark. Yeah. Well, since we discussed Black Shuck, I now want to slide over and discuss other demon dogs. So I'm going to give you the names of different ones in different cultures and different like places. Demon dogs are not the only thing similar to black shucks. They are just a cryptid term. They're kind of like an umbrella blanket term for any dog mythical creature. But here is the description under like the cryptic websites about what a demon dog and hellhound descriptions are. Demon dogs are essentially the term used to describe some sort of black ethereal dog creature that roams hillsides and graveyards. So we're off to the same start. They have glowing red eyes, super strength, and super speed. Demon dogs are said that when they run, they leave a trail of fire and brimstone in their wake. Now, we all remember (laughs) Kylie had to remind me what brimstone is and that it's the smell from Shrek and it's the area where Princess Fiona is stuck in the tower. It smells like sulfur, right? So that is how we know what brimstone smells like. Thank you, Shrek. Whew, Shrek, did you do that? Man, you got to warn somebody before you just crack one off. My mouth was open and everything. Believe me, donkey, if it was me, you'd be dead. It's brimstone. We must be getting close. Yeah, right, brimstone. Don't be talking about the brimstone. I know what I smell, and there wasn't no brimstone. Didn't come off no stone, neither. This is all so far really aligning with Black Shuck because, you know, if if they are leaving a trail of fire while well, we saw the scorch marks, you know, the, the Black Shuck's essentially a demon dog is There's what they're trying to say. some comparable options here. Except for demon dogs have two eyes. Black Shuck potentially only has one from what we hear. But that was only some stories, not yeah. all. Which you can Google and find a one-eyed picture of Black Shuck. Like, you can see why people say that. It makes more sense when you actually look at it 
I'm not saying it looks real. I'm just saying it makes more sense. (laughs) Demon dogs are said to be the messengers of the underworld. Quite often, they are the myths of dog and dog-like creatures associated with the underworld because demon dogs like Severus, who is the Hound of Hades, there's Garm and many others, they all go hand in hand with this. So that's why people think that they're the messengers. Demon dog legends date back to the time of the Vikings and sightings have been reported all throughout history and all throughout like the world in different cultures. Common U.S. sightings occur near cemeteries, mostly in Connecticut, Kentucky, Louisiana, and Ohio. But all over the world, there are sightings. They just have different names. Now, demon dogs are said to warn people of danger, but also protect them from the danger and like when they need it and are loyal to anyone who calls upon them. So now we're seeing a little bit more of the protection side and less of the omen of death. Mm-hmm. Even if they're a messenger for the un- like the underworld, we're seeing more of a like, maybe they're here to protect you from that message, potentially. So even though the creatures are seen as evil, they are not actually evil. They just have the appearance almost more. So, for example, the Welsh term. Nope, I can't <laughs> help you with that one. That's not a word. There's three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's eight letters in one vowel. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you got this. Swin. <laughs> Swin. Swin. These are the hounds of the Welsh underworld. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> we're not. We're not staying there. They are actually believed to be completely benign, like good creatures. But if you encounter them, it's a sign of imminent death. So how is that benign, you think? It doesn't mean you're dying. It just means death is near you. So someone else could die. That's why they think, yeah, these are still the undertaker is a sign of death and a message. But it doesn't mean you're going to die. That's the big difference here. So it is a very similar scenario to Black Shuck. But we don't know if we should fear it or call on us to protect, like if we should call on it to protect us. But we don't think that it's trying to harm us. So, like, what do we what do we do here? Like, do we call on the animals? Do we want to see them to know that we're safe? But then we know someone else is going to die. Like, do we keep them as pets? Like, what do we what do we do <laughs> we with these dogs? Pets. I don't think we keep them do we as put pets. A collar on them. Do we take them for walks? Train them. <laughs> a lot of times, people do say they see them near graveyards, and that makes sense because they get assigned to guard entrances to the world of the dead. So graveyards, burial grounds, things like that makes sense also why they have the brimstone smell because yes you did say it's sulfur like and that is very close to the smell of when they say that the area of reality is thin like skinwalkery vibes mm-hmm. just like crossing over to the next life mm-hmm. now i told you guys every part in this episode i keep talking about how i'm going to go over the names of hellhounds and other languages so let's have fun and butcher every language I can. Oh, God. They get fun. <laughs> yeah, we do. In Belgium, we got the Oudrudugen. Ogen? It stands for Old Red Eyes or the Beast of Flanders. And it was a demon reported in Flanders, Belgium in the 18th century who would take the form of a large black hound with fiery red eyes. In Wallona, the southern region of Belgium, the folklores mention the <laughs> Tekkenal Probably like Chenal. <laughs> you know, this is my butcher time. Thank you very much. <laughs> it is the Chained Hound, a hellhound with a long chain that is thought to roam in the fields at night. That one sounds awfully terrifying. Yeah, because I feel like it's the chain's not connected to anything and you would just hear the rattling hear, chains and scare me mistiness. Yeah, oh, that is straight a horror film yeah. right there. Mm-mm, don't like that one. I like the name of this one. Dip. Just dip. You got it. <laughs> His name's Dip. <laughs> this one's in Catalonia. It's an evil black hairy hound. It is the emissary for the devil who sucks people's blood. Oh, so we got a little vampiric action going. Yeah. In France, 
in the year 856 AD. We're getting even further. A black hound was said to materialize in a church, even though the doors were shut. So we also have some materialization going on. Interesting. The church grew dark as it padded up and down the aisles as if looking for someone. The dog then vanished as suddenly as it appeared. On the mainland of Normandy, the Rouge d'Aros wanders the street of the bayou on winter nights as a phantom dog, gnawing on bones and chaining, dragging chains along with it. In Lower Brittany, there are stories of ghost ship crewed by the souls of criminals with hellhounds set to guard them and inflict on them a thousand tortures. So you're telling me (laughs) in France, Davy Jones is a dog, right? (laughs) That is what you're saying to my soul. In Germany, it is believed the devil would appear on a black hellhound, especially on a German holiday on the night of April 30th and the day of May 1st. Yeah, I can say it. Kylie, what is the name of this holiday? <laughs> hey, Corey. Walpurgisnock. What? <laughs> no, it's like Walpurgisnock. Walpurgisnock. We all know that's knocked, knocked. right? Knocked. Knocked is correct. Yes. Yeah. So Walpurgisnocked, right? Walpurgisnocked. Would the S be silent? I guess. Pergus? Pergus knocked? Yeah. Actually, that sounds yeah. nice. <laughs> well, Pergus knocked. Oh, that sounds right. Yikes. Okay. Well, let's sure. move on. That one. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. In Greece, we all know the story of the Greece one. The Greek one. I don't know why I said the Greece one. <laughs> Severus. Cerberus. Different pronunciations, but everyone knows who it is. It is the Hound of Hades. It is a multi-headed dog that guards the gates of the underworld to prevent the dead from leaving. He was the offsprings of the monster Echidna and Typhon, who was usually described as having three heads, a serpent for a tail, and snakes protruding from multiple parts of his body. Nope. You know, one of my favorite gifts of all time. Don't like snakes. What? Oh, yeah. Hades, <laughs> when he gets really mad and his hair turns to flames like the red flames, he's like, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm cool. I'm fine. Yeah. And he cools off. He gets really mad. Yeah. <laughs> I signify with him a lot. Because blue fire is significantly hotter, hotter than red. In the movie, <laughs> different movie, The Descendants, which is a Disney movie. Have you watched The Descendants, the musicals? Okay. They're really no. fucking cute. It's all about the descendants, the children of famous princes princesses and villains of disney characters but it's like humans and the guy from american horror story is hades and he's married to maleficent who is the kristen chenoweth from wicked and they have a daughter named mal and mal has to take long story short (laughs) there's this line in the movie that hades says he says, you're stronger with those daddy issues. You're like, glad I abandoned you. And literally in the background, she goes, oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm like, yikes, Disney coming in and talking hot about childhood problems, aren't you? <laughs> Just throw in that childhood trauma there. Ooh, they, they show no chill. Also, uh, Severus is one of the most annoying things to fight in Kingdom Hearts. So... Good to know. Moving on. (laughs) Scandinavia. We got Norse mythology. Garm or Garm. Like one's a little bit rougher sounding, but it sounded (laughs) like I said the same word, but that's literally I looked that one up. One is the R in the middle is a little bit more pronounced. So Garm or Garm. Interesting. It is a wolf or dog associated with both the goddess El and Ragnarok. And is described as a blood-stained guardian of El's gates. In Wales. <laughs> what is that word? <laughs> Gwilgi? Gwilgi. We're going to go with Gwilgi. Again, we got multiple letters, only one vowel. The vowel is the last letter. <laughs> the last Y letter. is sometimes a vowel. G-W-Y-L-L-G-I. Gwilgi. 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 Yeah, Gwilgi. I'm never going to challenge anyone while playing like Scrabble or something 
from now until the end of time because every word is real. You just throw letters. Or, you just, <laughs> I've learned from this podcast. It's somewhere. It's somewhere. It's a word somewhere. Well, in Welsh Norse mythology, Gwilgi is a mythical black dog from Wales that appears as an English mastiff with baleful breath and blazing red eyes. What does baleful mean? <laughs> baleful breath. Baleful means threatening harm or a menacing like tone. How is it breath? He has menacing breath. Threatening. <laughs> Interesting. Also, as we described earlier in wealth mythology, the other creature. So I put the enunciation here. As you can see, it doesn't, that doesn't help. help me. <laughs> I feel like the enunciation <laughs> makes it harder because that I don't know what language that is. Probably. So it's probably coon. So it's coon a noon a noon hmm okay so we're gonna spell it one more time guys c w and the w has like a triangle on it I don't know if that makes a difference c w n space a n n w n here is how they tell us to pronounce it. K U uh, dot N space apostrophe. Yeah. What is this? A E N funky looking U N. That's a Greek letter, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But that is the English translation with Greek letters. I don't understand. It's not English. I'm sorry. So if you wonder why we're just fucking having a ball over here, it's because we can't read because it's not in English. <laughs> Y'all thought I did bad when I was pronouncing Belchnickel's friends. Well, fuck me up here, fam. <laughs> I can actually sound those ones out. Yeah. Can't this sound I this have, out. I have no, I have nothing. Well, these are the hounds of a noon. They are spectral hounds of a noon. And nonetheless, I couldn't figure out what a noon is. So I just have to keep repeating a noon. <laughs> I looked up so many things and wealth <laughs> mythology is hard to understand. <laughs> if anyone wants to teach me that, that would be cool. If not, I'm going to avoid it now until the day I die. <laughs> In India, they have the Mahakanaha Jataka. It is the Buddhist Pali Canon. canon. Which includes a story about a black hound named Mahakanaha, led by the god Sakura in the guise of a forester, and Mahakanaha <laughs> scares unrighteous people towards righteousness so that fewer people will be reborn in hell. I feel like every time I said his name, I said it different. <laughs> you did, I think. Mahakanaha. <laughs> it reminded me of. Another movie, guys. It reminded me of uh, High School Musical 2. High School Musical 2 when she's like, no, 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 It's that song where she traps Zac Efron on the stage. I know exactly. Princess. Makahiki Malahinihu. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I Ryan's, know exactly what you're talking Ryan's about. getting really irritated because she just yeah. makes him keep being like a fish and stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so I'm done pronouncing things. <laughs> That's good. We should probably move on. Let's move on. <laughs> so that was kind of th this episode was kind of our fun episode. We had had a, a few more intense things lately so we decided to bring it bring it to a fun one again but the best part about this one was i got to dive into all the different ways that we've seen tvs movies games all that kind of stuff depict hellhounds and all that so we're gonna go over a few of them obviously i cannot go over all them because they are in like everything so let's go over some in the sherlock holmes novel the hound of the bakersville by sir conan doyle conan Conan. Baskersville's. What'd I say? Bakerville. <laughs> <laughs> There's an S. <laughs> well, uh, Black Shuck's just dead ass in it. 
the name Blackshuck. <laughs> Dead ass. So, <laughs> so that one's pretty self-explanatory. In Teen Wolf, there's an ancient hellhound spirit that possessed someone, and it tells one of the main characters that it's known by many names, and one of the names he uses is Blackshuck. I never watched Teen Wolf, so I can't Me help either. you there. Yeah. The, the only Teen Wolf I know is Ed. No, fuck. I messed up my own joke. <laughs> Jacob. Jacob. <laughs> well, I'm not making jokes. It's because of all the pronunciation. I'm flustered now, guys. Right. My face is a little rosy. <laughs> In the 2019 movie Annabelle Comes Home, there is a feature of Black Shuck as one of the spirits that's revived by the demonic doll. I don't remember that, but I saw it. Black Shucks described by J.K. Rowling in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, which is the best Harry Potter. And no, we are not taking criticism on that. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't like J.K. Rowling. It is also where <laughs> Sirius Black, who is an animagus, changes into the shape of a large black dog. And at the beginning of the book, it is said to be the Grim, a.k.a. an omen of imminent death to those who see it. She is literally hinting at the fact that Sirius Black's Animagus is Black Shuck. And see, I, that's, that's why new. I told you I was talking about Harry Potter this whole time. Okay. I literally had a reason. Well, and because the girl in, in Under the Stairs. And also because <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to a musical playlist today at work. Also today, someone at work told me that I'm very threatening looking. Meanwhile, I had We're All in This Together by High School Musical blaring in my head's, headphones. And they, and they looked at me and they were like, that girl is so threatening sometimes. And I'm like, we're all in this together. <laughs> I don't know how anyone takes me seriously. Um, but I was thinking about how good Severus Snape is in... Sweeney Todd. I know his name is not Severus Snape. I know what you're thinking But of, it's though. escaping Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman is so good as the asshole in that movie. He's great as an asshole. Oh, rest in peace. Okay. Black Shuck also... I'm just gonna move on. <laughs> we all know I like Harry Potter. <laughs> Black Shuck also appears in the 2020 video game of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Love that word. As a mini boss encountered while in exploring the countryside of <laughs> of where of where athena east anglia no what did we decide anglia anglia Ugh. people that play assassin's creed probably know how to pronounce it yeah i didn't play that one i didn't either i have it though supernatural the tv show features hellhounds that's what i thought of at first when i first I saw the word hellhounds it made me think of supernatural i tried getting into supernatural and i couldn't my cat is named after a supernatural character i'm sorry it's okay, everyone thinks she's a fucking X-Men character, so it's okay. There are two hellhounds named Zul and Vins in the 1980 film, 1984 film Ghostbusters. They're minions of an ancient entity named Gozer. I just like recently saw Ghostbusters ever. I had never seen it before. I've never seen any of them. And oh yeah, you didn't come to that movie thing, did you? Apparently not, because I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. I was just like... When that part came on, I was just like, what is going on in this movie? I don't it's even the very end. think I comprehend what Ghostbusters is about. So I have no input. You should probably see it. Eh. Corey yeah. will make me now that he knows. That's the only downside to having Corey edit the podcast because I know he hears every thought we have. Right. And then <laughs> as Corey's editing, he'll always text us his thoughts or corrections that we should have thought of. And add things to lists. Yes, but. it's very interesting. <laughs> There's a hellhound named Samuel, and it is one of the main antagonists in the first Hellboy films. I think it's Samuel. Okay, never seen Hellboy either. I haven't either, but... Samuel sounds Samuel better. is Lucifer's, also uh, Lucifer's name. Okay. Another one, right? Hellhounds appear in the movie Percy Jackson and the Olympians, The Lightning Thief. As I love that movie. That's <laughs> of Persephone and Hades. I've never seen it, but I've also never seen The Maze Runner. And uh, I always mix these two up in my head. They're kind of similar. 
Uh, I sense. don't think they are. They both just have a, a main boy with like bright eyes and dark hair as the main character. No, they are kind of like, I mean, they're completely set in different types. All the Percy Jackson movies are on HBO, though. I like I like them. A lot of people hate them. I have to get Margie to watch Harry Potter first, though. She's never seen it. Okay, I can't. I can't. You can't deal this. with that girl. I cannot. We love you, Marge. Sorry for calling you Marge. <laughs> There's a hellhound named Thorn, and it is the guardian in the vampire of the vampire Max in the Lost Boys. I am so sorry, Corey. You know I'm going to say this. I don't like the movie The Lost Boys. I've never seen it. It and the Goonies are two of the most overrated, terrible movies. I, I'm so sorry. We now have zero listeners. <laughs> like, everyone stopped. Awesome. <laughs> Hellhounds also appear in All Dogs Go to Heaven. In the nightmare sequence of the movie, Charlie's sent to the abyss of the underworld and meets a beast, and it's called a hellhound, and he's humiliated by the hellhound's demonic minions. I didn't remember that, but I Until looked it now. up. Yeah. yeah. It made me watch it on YouTube because I was like, no freaking way. Um... The Predators films have hellhounds. They're extraterrestrial dogs owned by the Yutja species. I had to remember that, didn't I, at the time? In the television series, The X-Files, a hellhound is featured in the 2018 episode Familiar. It guards the gates of the underworld in a secret Connecticut Puritan graveyard and attacks several victims. In games, this one, okay, I'm going to really hit you with a funny one, but I waited oh until towards the end. A lot of Call of Duty games feature fiery hellhounds as an em- as an enemy in the zombie modes. The Pokemon franchise did say that the two Pokemon Houndour and Houndoom are based on hellhounds. RuneScape features hellhound demons. The Witcher has a hellhound as a boss monster. We all know Skyrim. This is the funniest thing. I'm so excited. There's a child friendly game and they have a hellhound and they call it a heckhound. They call it a heck hound because you can't say hell in children's games. And it has this. Stop it. <laughs> it's called a heck hound. That's hilarious. And it's like a fire spell also that you can use in this MMORPG of Wizard 101. And their pets. You can have a heck hound pet. I love it. That doesn't make it any better. It's so cute. I want a heck hound. <laughs> that's, that's my new dog name. Heck hound. Heck hound. Devil May Cry 3, Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts. They all feature Severus in different forms. Hellhounds are also featured in most Dungeons and Dragons game books. You can have them as a companion or you can have them as monsters. Hmm. I really do want to learn how to play that. D&D? Yeah. I have so many dice. That doesn't help me. <laughs> I have everything you need. I have the most adorable rainbow dice. Shout out to my old coworker Bree for buying them for me as a gift. Aww. Sweetest thing ever. On National Coming Out Day, bought me them. That's awesome. Love Brie. Um, well, that's all for Hellhounds. Let's also do more shoutouts. <laughs> that was a really good transition, but I didn't want it to be the transition, so fuck that. Um, all right. Well, Kylie, do you think Hellhounds, Demon Dogs, and Black Shock are real? Do you believe some are, some aren't? What are you thinking here? What's your what's your what's in the mind of Kylie? So I knew about Black Shuck from a encounter story, and that shit scares the crap out of me. So I th- a personal encounter, like someone you personally know, no. or a encounter story you heard via like another podcast yes. or via like a something another you podcast. Read. Okay, yeah. So I think he's real from that specific encounter because there's just so much. Multiple people in this person's family says they saw the same exact thing. Well, we can talk about where this clip comes from. Okay. This clip comes from Coast to Coast, Uh the Art Bell show, which we actually talk about in the Skinwalker part two, I think it was. Yeah. Because Robert Bigelow funded it. Yeah. Art Bell later went on and he made just a call-in radio show called Coast to Coast and he took Collins explain what paranormal stuff's happening to you. He said, you know, tell me about your he was creepy pasta before creepy pasta. He said, tell me what, you know, ails you, what 
did you ever meet Bigfoot? Did you hear stories of Sasquatch? Did you see aliens? Did you go to Area 51? Did you ever encounter a ethereal creature? And someone called in and was talking about how multiple stories they knew of Black Shuck. And he, you know, had one on, he had a night on demons and things like that. And people talked about Black Shuck and demon dogs. So, yeah. And it scared the piss out of Kylie. Yeah. So, from that, knowing that, yes, I think, which scares me, but I think so. I think they're all real. Yeah. I don't think they're the size of horses. You think Cerberus is real? I think that's Greek mythology. Okay. I don't think he looks like that, but I think that there is a dog that guards the gates of the underworld in Greek mythology. I agree with that. But I think all hellhounds probably look more the same. But I think maybe Hades would have, you know, amped up, you know, the stories, the legends to make them scarier. I don't know where the accent came from. But um, <laughs> I think that all hellhounds and stuff have the same general appearance, kind of that mangy yeah. dog look. And I think even other versions, they all probably would look the same. But I think they're real. Yeah. 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 I believe. I believe. So I'm giving tonight's episode a 10 out of 10 factual facts, cryptids, uh, we believe. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Well, obviously you guys can let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know. So, or do you have any stories? Yeah, always tell us stories, y'all. People, actually, someone did tell us a story about a local legend. They told us about the uh, Michigan dog Ooh. thing creature it has a name and i can't think of it now i want to say it's called like the dog man but all i can but i'm mixing it up with the arkansas dog boy i think but there's a different one and it's a michigan one and someone told us in the dms their story about them and the michigan dog creature hmm. and it was a little little spooktacular so tell us your guys story maybe sometime we'll have to feature some of them Thank you to everyone that has been listening. We always love your guys' inputs. We love everything and hearing from you guys. You guys have been a lot more chatty with us lately, and we like it. We like chatting with you. Thank you also to everyone that helps us work on this podcast. You guys are all a big help, and we wouldn't be able to do this without you. Thank you, Damon Vakovsky, for our wonderful theme song. Thank you, Taylor with Lab Monkey Creative on Instagram. You may- Did you see his, <laughs> um, his creation? Saudi- oh, yes. my God. I was just about to say his artwork for not only us, yeah. but the giveaway artwork was so good. So Saadi asked him to essentially like age the child mm-hmm. in her picture. And Tara's like, whoa, this is a cool challenge because I've never had to do that before. I've only like replicated. Yeah. So I think he did a great job. I really want to. Ask Saudi if I can share it, but also it is Saudi's personal family, so I'm not going to if not. But if Saudi lets us, it is so good. Taylor is so talented. You guys are sleeping on this kid. He is (laughs) so freaking good. And the thing is, is Taylor doesn't just do artwork. Like Mm -hmm. we asked him to create one piece of artwork, and he goes, "Watch this," and he (laughs) fucking sent us. This like 3D rendition animated version of us and all this stuff. And it was the coolest thing ever. And they're like creatures like swimming in the fucking soup. And he's like, they blow my mind. Like, how do you how do you create that? He his brain insane. Insane. In the membrane. (laughs) Okay, no, (laughs) too far. Thank you also to Corey for our editing. He is core.media.photography on Instagram. Corey is always just the best. He's the best. I don't know. He I'm kind of biased. Yeah. So. I, I don't even know. I, eh, he's all right. He's kind of <laughs> like, you know, we, we always give him a little too much credit. We need to we need to calm down. You know, he's going to think so. we're like obsessed with him or something. I might be a little bit. Yeah, we are <laughs> obsessed with Corey, you guys, because he kills it. He does. So on that note, guys, if you like us, don't forget to follow our Instagram at Cryptic Soup Pod, where our DMs are always open for suggestions. So slide on in. We love seeing Apple Podcasts reviews or ratings, as well as Spotify ratings. Because if you listen on Spotify, you can give a rating nowadays. And I mean, 
That's friggin' cool. They added the feature. Let's utilize it. About time. I know. I'm actually shocked it took them this long. Yeah. We also posted the TikTok video we made showing our upcoming month's episodes because we really had so many we want to do. So we just decided to make a game of it. Right now we're doing Black Shuck. Next, we have a cult next week. Teens for Christ slash the Family International slash David Berg slash Sex Cult slash uh, so many other names it it's has. Our, it's our first <laughs> dive into a cult. So, uh, but this cult has rebranded so many times. It has so many. It has more names than. Oh, I thought I'd have a joke there. I didn't. <laughs> it has more names for it. Than Black Shuck does. Than Black Shuck has for Black Shuck. Full circle. I I did good. <laughs> did good. Uh, after that, we're going to dive into some phobias. Kylie's going to talk firsthand about her own phobia. If you guys have some phobias, tell us. We'll talk about them, maybe. Oh, yeah, definitely. That would be really cool. We can, yeah. we can bring them up. Then we're going to do Riley Goodrich. And then uh, the good old one and only late, great, beautiful amazing wonderful soul that he is kurt cobain you're lucky i picked him twice i know (laughs) all right so we messed up the first video no we didn't we didn't like the angle so we we still don't like the angle but whatever we made the tiktok the first time kylie really didn't know what she was picking and then we go to make it the second time and i tell kylie i was like you better not fuck this up you picked (laughs) kurt cobain the first time you better pick Kurt Cobain again she's like well how how do I pick Kurt Cobain I think there was only one that was actually changed I think Riley Goodrich was the only one that changed yeah but and so Kylie gets to and Kylie puts up her finger in the video and if you notice like I get really excited and then Kylie puts down her finger and kind of gets nervous because I didn't say anything out loud so Kylie thought that she picked the wrong one and she got nervous and then I was like you picked the right one So we just thought it'd be fun to kind of like play around with next month's episodes because then the next month after that is Kylie's month. It's my month. Kylie, it's your month. It's my month. So for Kylie's month, Kylie's writing pretty much all the episodes Mm -hmm. except for that one. I don't know if you remember. What? There's two. You're not writing two episodes? I have to write two episodes? I think so. Wait, what? This is news to me. I don't write. All right, guys, you don't need to be part of this. We'll talk about this one later. <laughs> so, guys, just remember, we're always here to hang out, talk, hit us up on social media. Remember to subscribe, follow, tune in, keep up with us, and we will see you for the next episode next Tuesday. Stay tuned. Well, mostly Shiro, because he is known for his kind, kind of hellhound, but no, 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 no. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It's not funny. Oh, you, were, you were like, I can fix this. Yeah, I, I, you're I like, can no, fix I can't. <laughs> Says you. <laughs> I, okay. I can't talk at all. According to folklore, crypt, the cryptid, the, oh my fuck. <laughs> I'm done with that sentence. You got so excited because you said folklore, right? I think it was the cryptid sentence that got me stoked. (laughs) (gasps) I have to tell you my good dog idea. Not right now. I don't want Corey to put it in this because I don't want someone to steal my idea. I have the best dog name ever. Harry Potter themed. Okay. I was going to sneeze and burp at the same time, and it just kind of did that. (laughs) It was Mm. a very interesting sound.